Thank you, EA. Florida, Missouri. Mitchell Forty. PowerMizzou.com is going to join us now to talk about this game from the Missouri perspective. Mitchell, hi. Thank you for doing this. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, you know, a lot's been said about the year that, you know, Missouri's had up and down and, you know, all of that. But just an old, you know, a, a, a 30,000 feet perspective here, what is, is what they're going to do Saturday? Can anybody sort of expect that? Or is this just you're going to see it when you see it? Yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, you know, it's kind of been a season of the unexpected. Uh, they had pretty high expectations going into the season. People thought, you know, maybe could contend uh, with Florida for that second-best team in the SEC East kind of area, and they lose to Wyoming. People are real down on the team. They reel off five straight wins. You know, people think maybe Wyoming's a fluke. They go on the road. They lose three straight. Not only did they lose three straight, they got pretty well dominated by both Vanderbilt and Kentucky, which is obviously not very easy to do as, as Florida saw with Vanderbilt last week. So I uh, I don't know really what to expect. They have been much better at home this season, and Barry Autumn's shown that he's pretty good when his back's up against the wall. He's shown an ability to kind of pull a win out when you don't expect it. But at the same time, I have a hard time seeing this offense score many points against Florida. Um, Bryant's supposed to start, and I know he's kind of had – injury issues Mitchell but assess his performance this year for me yeah it's been up and down um I think the first half of the season he really exceeded some expectations at least for me um I know he he had a lot of hype coming in but you know I didn't know that he would be quite the passer he was for the first six games um then the last three well he didn't play against Georgia but the last two that he played he was not great he really struggled against Vanderbilt he just looked hesitant to kind of throw the ball into any sort of traffic or throw people open. Uh, he, he needed someone to almost be wide open before he would throw it to him. And then Kentucky didn't play well, although I will say it was pouring rain and he got hurt in the first quarter, uh, kind of tried to play through it. But, uh, he, I mean, Missouri needs better quarterback plays, the bottom line. Uh, they've had a lot of issues on offense, but I think that's been the, probably the biggest one. They have not scared anyone vertically whatsoever, so defenses are able to just really load the box and jumped underneath routes and stuff to run, and they've done nothing to to make them pay. Uh, is that, you know, the offensive line's given up, I guess, a couple of sacks a game. Is that an indictment of them? Is that an indictment of the receivers? Is that an indictment of Bryant or all of the above? I think it's all of the above. There's definitely plenty of blame to go around. Um, the offensive line has not been great especially in the running game. They've been okay in pass protection, but the running game, they've not really opened up many holes. Um, they've, they've seemed to have regressed in that area a bit. Again, hard to know whether that's because opposing defenses have been able to kind of load the box. Uh, I think the receivers might be the biggest area of weakness on the, on the offense, though. They, especially with Jonathan Johnson not on the field who missed the last game, and I, I would guess is probably not going to play this week either. He's kind of their only proven guy, um, and they have no one really who's, who's shown an ability to get up and downfield so uh like i said it's plenty of blame to go around but i think they have to find a way to, to hit on some downfield passing plays in order to open up the rest of the offense um you know the, against the pass missouri's very good statistically and you know i was looking at some of the teams that they played and you can say okay kentucky and vanderbilt but but you see them uh, it, is this unit you think the real deal you know, it's it's kind of hard to say because they they really they have not faced many great passing offenses. That's for sure. Uh, you know, I think Troy is the only passing offense they've faced that ranks in like the top fifty. Um, obviously, Jake Fromm and Georgia are good, but they you know they 
don't throw the ball a ton, and they didn't need to last week with Missouri not being able to score. They're good. The passing defense has definitely improved. It's been a big surprise this season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if, if Florida can test them. I mean, you know, maybe break some plays. But Florida's got a lot of weapons, and it's going to test more than just Missouri's cornerbacks, um, who I think are pretty good. There are two cornerbacks, and uh, safety Tyree Gillespie have been really good in coverage. But I think if you can get some of the other guys, maybe a linebacker, another safety, isolated one-on-one, there's maybe an opportunity there. Um, we'll see. It'll be it'll be revealing uh, for Missouri's past defense, which has been really good so far this season, for sure. Um, where is, in your view, Mitchell, the Missouri fan base with this football team? Uh, I would say concerned slash apathetic, which is obviously not a good place to be in. Um, you know, the, the last time they played at home, which was over a month ago, believe it or not, there was a sellout. First sellout since Barry Odom took over. First sellout since uh, since twenty. 14, I believe. So, you know, that everything really looked to be trending up. And then you have this three-game road losing streak. And, you know, this will be kind of a barometer to gauge um, this game this weekend, how many people show up. I don't think it's going to be a ton, especially with an 11 a.m. kick here locally. Um, I think I think that, you know, you're, you're, you have a very vocal portion of the fan base. I don't know if it's a minority or majority, but a very vocal portion that wants to move on from Barry Autumn. You have definitely a portion that just seems to have checked out as well, which is honestly probably worse than, you know, having people vocally looking for a new coach. So I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I definitely think these last three games of the season will play a major factor in determining who's coaching next year. I, uh, you know, if I had to, to bet, I would say I'd I would probably think Barry Adam will probably be back unless he somehow loses to Arkansas or something like that in the season finale. But it, it's definitely been a bit troubling considering, you know, the expectations were pretty high here entering the season. And, and it's not like they've been losing to world beaters, losing to Wyoming and Vanderbilt to definitely rankled some feathers. Well, where can people see your work, Mitchell? Uh, so powermazoo.com is the website. It is uh, one of the sites in the Rivals Network. And, uh, we we do have a special right now for sign up, so I don't know if uh, if it's worth it for, to get the uh, the coverage just this week for one game. <laughs> the subscription website we have a, uh, a special going on, and then I'm in, on Twitter at Mitchell4D. That's the number four and the letter D. So uh, we'll have coverage all day Saturday. Okay, Mitchell, we appreciate your time and uh, stay warm up there. Thanks for your time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, me on. thank you, Mitchell40 from PowerMazoo.com. Um,